Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. And it's great to be back with you folks. We're always thrilled to have the opportunity to come across your earways to talk to you this morning about the book of Psalms, songs in the night, working here and weird thing going on today. This usually doesn't happen, but sitting right across from me, no less than, uh, or no more than three and a half, four feet from me on the other side of the table is Stephanie Wesco. So Stephanie, what's going on with you? Well, good morning, Doug. <clears throat> what's going on is I am drinking a Starbucks and waking up and excited to do podcasts this morning. You know, I'm drinking a Starbucks and mm-hmm. waking up and excited <laughs> to do podcasts this morning. So it's some would say this has been a busy week for us. So that that could be stated, yes. So we had these grandiose ideas or I did. They were gonna be TV shows filmed, and it was a whole first season of a TV show, Helpful Wounded Spirits, Finding uh, Abundant Life and Trauma. And uh, season one will be coming out very soon. Then we and somebody, somebody wanted to record a CD, so we recorded a CD, and Stephanie sang about 27 times, 27 songs for one CD, so I don't know how she's feeling about it. She was a little bit moody with it, but uh, she came around with it. She came around with the concept and the idea. The kids sang about... Didn't have much of a choice. Four, five, six, <laughs> nine, I don't know. Everybody sang a bunch of stuff. The, mm. the good news is we have eight songs coming out. In a couple of weeks, so we'll let you know about that. You want to be part of it. There's some great songs in there. You've heard them. Uh, God meant it for good. All those different types of songs. This thing's going on. I mean, mm-hmm. I just can't tell you how excited we are about this TV show and this idea. So there was six people at the group table at all times in a studio in Greenville, South Carolina. Cameras coming at us from all angles. A host and hostess. I mean, wow. Audio problems. I mean, the devil kept trying to slap us around, but, you know, the God of this world cannot beat the God of all time, the God of all of us, the God of our hearts uh, prevailed, and we came through the week, 14-hour days. We're a little bit punchy. We're a little bit tired, and it's been a week. It's been, yeah. It's a week today. So today. Didn't get when, any fuller. Yeah, yeah. So at 6.40 last Wednesday, one week from today, actually we're recording on a Wednesday, one week ago today, uh, is when we filmed the last mm-hmm. spot. And then we were just beat up, and then we are filming commercials, then we are filming ministry videos on Monday and audio CDs. Well, you know the deal. but Oh, and meetings on Sundays in between. And we had church meetings, <laughs> then we all got food poisoning, praise God. Sunday morning, <laughs> we went to this place called Monterey's or something in Greenville, and I'm telling you, we were all sicker than dogs. I mean, that was... Bad things happening. Oh, man. I think I think everybody lost three or four pounds. They're happy about that. But the way that came about was not good. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, as we move along here in Psalm number 119. Now that we've traumatized the audience. Wow. Sorry to do that to you guys. Hope it didn't mess you up too bad. But uh, <laughs> anyway, Stephanie sent me a picture the other day. She was in downtown Greenville with some of the peeps. 
And uh, they were having, you know, Starbucks and all that stuff. And they went for a walk. We have a beautiful park in mm. Greenville, South Carolina called Falls Park. And anyway, Stephanie, tell us, you might be a knucklehead if during this knuckleheaded moment. Tell us about it. Well, Doug, you know, we were down at the park enjoying, I mean, the flowers and the waterfalls. It's just, it's magnificent. So we're sitting there enjoying, enjoying this beautiful view, walking along the edge. And we come across, you know, as all good cities have, there's trash cans, you know, for people to put the trash in so we don't have to spend more money hiring people to pick the trash up. And, you know, you might be a knucklehead if you have a big bag of trash and instead of just opening the trash, you know, the side thing opened up, you had full access to the trash can. Instead of doing that, someone had left a big paper sack full of trash and I'm talking like juicy it was disgusting they'd left it sitting next to the trash can where animals could get to it where I mean it could cause an absolute disaster well I and it was a knuckle I mean only a knucklehead did something like that folks trash cans are to be opened and utilized that's right you know, in the Army, I mean, there would have been a brigade out there cleaning up that field if they had seen trash on the side of the can. And there's a reason for that, because only knuckleheads. Well, I will point out that get, an Army gonna... an army veteran took care of the situation, did the job someone else should have done. Shout out to James Person. That's Way to go, right. James. Praise God. Army hero, man. That's right. Married to an Army hero, picking up trash, beautifying Greenville. And he lives in Colleen, Texas. And I... I'm telling you, he came into South Carolina and made it a better place. Oh, man, place. they were, the persons were such a blessing. Yeah. They really were. They're good persons. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, while we're sitting here talking about this, I think this is significant. I think that, uh, I think this is significant now. You've had a lot of good food here. You've been up and down the food road. You've been eating all over the place. So just randomly pick one. Just say, Food that's right with God in this past week. What do you think? Doug, the first thing that's going to come to mind when I think of food that's been right with God this week, I think I'm going to have to go with your smoked ribs. Praise God. I just want to point that out. That's not. I'm not usually first, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Thank you. And You know, folks, I, I've told you, when you get that pit boss pellet smoker, it's a different life, man. <laughs> things are different. You start marinating things and worried about things and reading instructions and getting recipes and making homemade barbecue. What are you going to say about my homemade barbecue sauce? That I mean, was a whole new level. My kids oh, are craving that sauce now. I'm, I'm probably going to oh, have to steal that recipe, too. And, lay, and laying in front of her is a recipe for my one-pan macaroni and cheese and... and my homemade barbecue sauce. So I just oh, wanted to point wow. that out to everybody. So we've been in Psalm 119. There's Christmas some, in July. Christmas in July. Just like the Hallmark movies there. That's right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know those Hallmark movies, they're predictable. And it's always the best looking guy, the second guy on the scene that gets the woman. But it's not always the best looking woman. So when they go the other way, so I'm, I'm kind of mad about that. Because it's not as predictable when they have two women and one guy. But it's definitely predictable. You know, it's the evil-looking guy that's the bad one. You know, Hallmark, Hallmarks are not about uh, sustaining relationships, man. 
Those movies is always a relationship going. But can I tell you something, brethren? There's God's all about sustaining relationships. God loves marriage, and uh, mm, and you and, stole that from someone you heard say that this week. Actually, I've been saying it for years, but I'm glad he said it though too. God <laughs> hates divorce. God loves. Her. Okay, so a pastor friend of mine. I'll call. You know, I'm just calling out people. If you know me and you say something to me, there's a chance you're going to show up on the radio. But anyway, my dear friend. <laughs> Pastor Stephen Huffman was talking about us, I guess talking to Stephanie, and uh, I did hear, overhear him say that, or maybe he did say that to me as well, uh, but just like we all know, God loves marriage, and he was, you know, everybody's always trying to fix Stephanie up, you know what I mean, and uh, he's on the job. Not everybody. Not everybody, but it's got to be the right, listen, you can't be a knucklehead <laughs> And go out with Stephanie. So that's where all that ends right there. So there's going to be a great investigation if you're interested. <laughs> but if you can make it through it, I mean, you'll be there. So anyway, Psalm 119 is edifying. It's talking mm. about studying God's word. And boy, if people are hurting, people with PTSD, people in pain, people whose lives are upside down, uh, people whose lives are upside down, people with trauma and triggers. I hate triggers. Triggers yeah. stick lousy triggers. And, um, let me tell you, people experiencing triggers and all those things. And you know what I figured out too this last week, Stephanie, I think it needs to be said. I don't want to say it, but it needs to be said, you know, people with PTSD who experience triggers and traumas and stuff sometimes put themselves at a level of competition with other people who've had triggers and traumas and stuff. Don't do that, man. Yeah. Everybody's going through their own walk. Don't, don't be saying, well, mine's worse than you. Mm -hmm. I've been through more than you. I lost more than you. I did better. Stop that, man. Yeah. We're all equally screwed up. So the first thing you got to remember from today's podcast is Stephanie's messed up. I'm messed up. You're messed up. Even if you're not messed up, you're on here to help people who are messed up, which in a way makes you messed up. But anyway, over here in Psalm 19, right? 119. God's talking about using his word, edifying us, how we can look at a picture of God in the mirror of his word. Psalm 119, the longest chapter in the Bible, obviously the longest psalm in the Bible, the longest everything in the Bible. There's a lot of good stuff going on here in Psalm 119. Many believe there's 20 psalms in here, but they're messed up because God, uh, God preserved one huge, wonderful, great psalm to edify us with. And it says, thou has dealt, Stephanie, there in verse 1, verse 50, 65, <laughs> I knew I'm all right. Meant. So I'm gonna, she knew what I meant, but I wasn't sure if you guys, especially if you knew, if you knew, I want to apologize right up front. I'm not used to working face to face with Stephanie and uh, it's messing me up a little bit. I'm used to singles on the telephone and stuff. So it might be a clear recording today. So I don't know what to do with it. But anyway, <laughs> Psalm 119 verse 65. Thou has dealt well with thy servant, O Lord, according unto thy word. I think everybody can say that. God has dealt well with all of us according to his word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word. Thou art good and doest good, and teach me thy statues. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep thy precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is as fat as grease, but I delight in thy law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, and I might learn thy statutes. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. What are you thinking, Stephanie? Coming right out, what are you thinking? Well, I, I see in verse 65 that heart of love for the Lord that David had. You yeah. know, he just... 
it's almost a surrender. Um, you know, as we've gone through the Psalms, we've seen so many Psalms where David's broken. He's at the end of his rope. And understanding that no matter where David was, he's saying, God, you've dealt well with me. God, you're good. It makes me think of Job's heart, that even though he was going through horrific things, you know, he said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Um, he understood that God was in control, no matter what he had going on in life. God was there. And I love how he says, according to thy word. In other words, God, your word is still truth. All of your promises you've given are still truth. And David didn't have all of the word of God that we have. How much more should we be able to say, God, you, you've been good. You've dealt with me according to your word. I can trust you. Exactly. And I was swallowing a bite of uh, Sorry, a wonderful I? thing Stephanie brought me. But this is what I want to say. And we mentioned this earlier on. We're not exactly sure if David was the author of this psalm, but we are sure of one thing. Whoever wrote this puppy went through some stuff. Whoever wrote this is going through some junk, but exactly what Stephanie just said, God is good. Right out of it, God is good. And, and folks, you know, the word good, I think, can only be assigned to God uh, because the rest of us have problems where we're not good at times. But I think this is, this is what I'm saying. Let me say this, because he teaches us good judgment, He's, he's dealing with us according to his word. So God has given his word, and that's how he's dealing with us. Now, I can tell you this, Stephanie, as a member of the United States Army, we had regulations or the Army word, and if we got off track, people always messed up with the word. They didn't quite have it right. They didn't quite, you know, they were always off, but not God. If God's word says it, you can believe it. If God promises you something, that's a promise you can keep. And going on saying, teach me good judgment. You know, there's only one you're going to get good judgment from. And friends, I got to tell you, when we're dealing with this hurt, when we're dealing with this pain, when life is upside down, when we have these triggers, when we have these terrible traumas, Stephanie, because people got some terrible traumas out there. You know, I was talking to, and, and I'm going to read a letter today. Make me read a letter. Go out on my phone. I'm going to read a real good letter. But I got a letter from a, a, a lady and uh, from another country, and, and she wrote me this, actually, I got two letters, but this one I want to talk about. I want to read it word for word because it might point out who and where she is. But she had pointed out that not too long ago, she lost a child. And, boy, you can imagine the triggers that come with that. I mean, you have she has other children. Uh, you can imagine all those triggers and all those bad things that go with this. But if we, we need we need to have in the midst of this, we need to have good judgment. Otherwise, we're going to run around like crazy, always worried about our other kids. When they get old enough, we're going to be worried about our grandkids. We're always going to be living in a perpetual state. And you've talked about this, Stephanie. What do you say? What's the next thing that's going to drop? What's the next thing that's going to happen? Well, once you're in that cycle of fear, <clears throat> it's a def definitely just a continuous down downhill spiral. Um. I remember the days when I was terrified to let my kids out of my sight for fear something would happen to them. And, um, you know, that leads to depression. It, it leads to panic attacks. It leads to, you know, this constant, whatever Satan has to use to destroy us, whatever's at his easiest disposal. He's going to do it. Yeah. And it just becomes a vicious cycle that just constantly is spiraling downward with each cycle until you choose uh, and with God's help, it's a supernatural thing. Even us choosing doesn't make it possible without without God's help. Yeah. Um, 
people that don't have the Lord, I honestly don't know how they get through. No, some of these traumas. No, no. And and there's heroes out there who have been through these things. I think that makes people heroes who come out the other end. Yeah. And listen, you're not messed up if you're a little bit goofy. You're not messed up if you process things a little different. I'd rather hang out with people that have been through junk than people that have it all. People been through junk are are better people, in my opinion. You know, and people who help people who've been through junk are in that same category, because because we walk toward the junk. Mm We walk toward the bad stuff. We leverage, you know, we want to help these people. We want to. I mean, that's our call. That's our burden. And that's where we all should be. And that's what God does. And, and you know, this verse 67, Stephanie, if you, if you take an opportunity to look at this verse 67, and it says, before I was afflicted, before I went through this terrible thing, and we don't know what the psalmist has been afflicted with, I went astray, but now I have kept thy word. So make your trauma. Make that thing that gave you life weird. Make that thing that, that seems upside down. Use that thing that changed things to benefit God and to realize that, you know, don't, you know, it's like this lady who wrote me who just lost a child recently, and there's so many. I, I know I was sitting here uh, this morning as I, w- I had real quickly this morning, I had taken a walk. It was dark, and I was able to really think on some things and, and think on this psalm and one of the things that came to my mind is we know dozens of people who lost somebody just last year. Yeah. We're working with dozens of people who've been through these kinds of traumas. We're working with dozens of people who've been through this PTSD cycle and, and things like that. But before that junk happened to me, before all that, be able to say this, brethren, today, at the end of the day, be able to say, before I went through this junk, before everything went upside down, I went astray, but oh, how God has used that in my life. And, mm-hmm. uh, and if we can do that, Stephanie, we're doing better. Yeah. Well, and you see throughout these eight verses over and over that concept. And in, in the midst of this chapter, as he talks about the fact that I think, you know, um, verse 69, he says, the proud have forged a lie against me, but I've kept thy precepts with thy whole heart. And I think there's something, I, I think of the, ver- the verses in Philippians where Jesus is made of no reputation. Yeah. He's willing to be made of no reputation. And I think whoever this is has gone through that that same role of having had narcissistic people try to destroy him in the past, and yet how God has used that, how he keeps, you know, and he's very blunt. He says their heart is as fat as grease. That's a disgusting image. Oh, I, just that's did a, I don't even like yesterday. thinking about that image. Man. Yeah, I had a can full of bacon grease that was oh. thick and gross. And and he's saying that's what their hearts were like. Talk about a cholesterol issue. Yeah. And um but but he says, But I delight in thy law. In other words, Satan was trying to use these proud people who are forging these lies, coming up with these accusations to pull this this psalmist away from God, away from who he is, to get his focus off of Jesus. Yeah. And instead of that happening, yeah. The psalmist is coming back saying, no, it's had the opposite effect. It's it's made me keep thy word. It's made me delight in thy law. And then in verse 71, he says, it is good for me that I have been afflicted. And that's powerful. It is. It is. And, and you know, you think of all over and over again, it's been good for me. Teach me thy statutes. Help me, Lord. Educate me. Make me better. Do those things. The Lord of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. And uh, I'm going to tell you, when you measure your wealth in life, remember what the Lord said about Joseph. 
Joseph was a slave. He didn't even own his own body. Yeah. He owned nothing. And the Lord said, Joseph was a prosperous man. Mm-hmm. And everything, everything he touched there for old Potiphar, everything Potiphar put in his hand, he multiplied, he made it good, he did things with it. So what's the lesson, Stephanie? What do we walk away with? We got these silly traumas. We got these silly uh, triggers. We got these crazy things in our life. But what does Psalm 119 say to us today? Well, that God's word is our, should be our greatest treasure. And when you're going through a trauma, it's the most precious, safe, safeguard map you're ever going to find, no matter what you're going through. Yes, get a counselor. Yes, you know, we, that God has given us the body of Christ to build each other up. So don't, you don't neglect that. Yeah. But understanding that this Bible is our greatest treasure in the world. And when you're being lied about, this this psalm is precious to me because in, uh, because verse 69, smack dab in the middle of it. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're being accused of, remember that God's word will always be your safe place. It will be your safe place. Listen, you know what we're going to do over the next 10 podcasts? We're going to share a song from our old CD. And then after the 10 after that, we're going to pull out the new CD. So what song from our CD do we share today, Stephanie? Wow. Well, you know, Doug, I think I'm going to go with our... Most, most, um, what's its number one standby by if you're not my child? I think that goes really well with this. I think it does too. Listen, enjoy fear, not my child. And really important, my brother Eric, who helps us with this podcast, who works with us, part of our production team, uh, is going to say a few words after the song. Listen to every word. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today's the day to get that right. We sure do love you folks. Can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow. Read the Word of God. Study the Word of God. Be cool. Stay away from those triggers. And if you need us, find us at Helpful Wounded Spirits on your Facebook page. Thank you. Sometimes I wake with pain and fear of dying. It hurts so bad, no answers here to find. But then I hear my Savior softly speaking. Trust me, my child, I'm right here by your side. Fear not, my child, I've walked the path you're walking. Fear not, my child, I'll carry you along. Fear not, my child, and trust in me eternal. Your faith's reward, your comfort, and your song. I daily search for answers to my problems. My search is reward your comfort and your song.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.